Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where today we are reviewing Star is Born. So, John, have you got your notes ready? Doesn't look oh, like it. Sorry, you caught me off guard there. I didn't get much warning. Mm, well, warning. Um, thoughts in general on, on this film? A Star is Born. I liked this. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a good, solid film. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. I thought the acting was very good. I liked most of the music. Mm. It didn't quite rise to the level of greatness Mm -hmm. because I think it's going to be a big Oscar movie might even like a a concern of a best picture Mm -hmm. and if it does I think it will be a sign of a slightly weak year because I don't think it's that good but I can see why it's been popular Mm. Um, I thought the first half was fantastic yeah I think it had major pacing issues in the second half (laughs) (laughs) yeah I fully agree yeah Um, I I think I, I was already going into this film expecting I was thinking of this film as being overrated before I even saw it. You were primed to be slightly cynical about it. Yeah. Sure. And uh, I feel like that's what I'm going to be. Sure, yeah. Um, just because it was just fine. I, th- mm. I think there's been a lot of hype around it that's a, a bit unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's it's a strong film. It It, it is emotional. But mm. uh, I know that you, um, you've, you've seen both the originals. Uh, well, there's actually three versions before this is the fourth. Oh, right. Yeah, they love to keep remaking <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, so there was one. Uh, there's one with Janet Gaynor, which is from the 1920s, like, I think, or the 30s, which I've not seen. That's mm-hmm. the original. And then there's the one with Judy Garland, which is super famous, mm-hmm. which is, to my mind, the best one uh, of the ones I've seen. Uh, then there's the Barbara Streisand one in the 70s, which is bad. Uh, and now there's this one. Mm-hmm. So this one falls nicely, having not seen the original, mm-hmm. original, original. It, I have the three famous ones. This would fall flat in the middle for me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely better than the Barbara Streisand one, but it's not. It's not quite the Judy Garland one. Mm, sure. It's interesting though that it's. I said that, and it's always defined by the female star. Mm-hmm. Like I just said, oh, it's the Janet Gaynor one. It's the Judy Garland one because it always it does seem to be like a big female star. Mm-hmm. But actually, like in this one in particular, like it was much more the Bradley Cooper show in many ways. Oh yeah, well, it was his film. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, he directed it, so he was going to insert himself into the. Yeah. But a lot, it, but... Yeah, it was a lot more his story, and I think mm. that his story is much more interesting. Yeah. And I don't know how loyal this film was to the the, the ones that came before it, but mm. I really feel like uh, Lady Gaga's role in this was poorly written because mm. um, there were a lot of things that were missed out. Like uh, I think I think we we talked about how at the start of the film we obviously see Bradley Cooper dealing with how being famous means you get constantly get interrupted whenever you're in public, and it's mm. very impersonal. And you never see how she has to deal with that later in the film when she gets to a similar level of fame. No, yeah. And it's weird they never touched on that. Because mm, they signpost it. Because, yeah, all, first of all, all, all versions of A Star is Born, if you've not seen them, have the same plot. It's a famous guy, a famous older guy, discovers a young, talented woman, marries, falls in love, marries her. Uh, she becomes a big star, either in acting or in singing, depending what version you're watching. He, he, he struggles with like, alcoholism, sometimes drug abuse, has a downward spiral. Spoiler alert, dies at the end. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, emerges as the star. Um, but yeah, so that's what happens with this one. And, um, oh, sorry, what, what did you just say before I started describing the plot? Uh, saying how Lady Gaga's thing just didn't really didn't really land for me. Yeah, true. Um, 
Yeah, because it's really signposted it because he meets her in this kind of dive bar. They go on this little date, and, and yeah, he get multiple times he gets recognised by people in the street because he's mm-hmm. very famous. And she reacts really poorly to it. Like she punches a guy in a bar for asking mm-hmm. for an autograph. And then even when there's a woman at a supermarket who just wants to take a photo of him, she's like, "You can't do that." Mm-hmm. So it seems like okay, you're not really cut out to be a celebrity. So mm-hmm. I thought, oh, they're going to bring that back when she becomes a celebrity. Yeah, but yeah, it never really. It's not not even touched on at all. You never see her being famous. No, you see her playing concerts and you see billboards with her face on it mm-hmm. but you never see her like having to be a famous person mm. I, I did find it very odd and also the other thing that didn't really work for me was how I feel like they started doing a plot of how she doesn't like the musician that she becomes mm. or the performer that she becomes because she starts off as this this country singer yeah essentially this amazing country singer mm. and then just slowly turns into Lady, Lady Gaga mm. um I mean, well, not even slowly, like quite quickly. It's pretty abrupt, yeah, because um, it's a slow movie. But yeah. yeah, and then there is one moment quite early on in that part of her career where she's supposed to do a performance with two backup dancers. Yeah. Um, and uh, she gets rid of the dancers and starts it by herself. And her manager's like, oh, that's awful, you can't do that. And I was thinking, okay, she's going to be sort of rebelling against her manager, who's mm. clearly not a great guy. Yeah. Um, and then she never does. No, she, she after after that she's like, oh okay, yeah sure. That one scene with the dancers is the most agency she has in this entire film. Yeah, that is the most she actually is master of her own de- mistress of her own destiny. Mm. This whole film, I was like, do you even want to be famous? Mm. Like she didn't. It, she kind of talks at the beginning about how like she's tried before and she's been knocked back. We don't mm-hmm. see this. We just have her explain it later. Yeah, but she's been knocked back because she's not pretty enough, etc. Even though she's obviously very very talented. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, it, it seems like she doesn't have a lot, a great sense of self because he keeps, he's the one who keeps pushing on her. You know, you, you need to... I mean, the the biggest and best scene in the film, I think, is the concert scene when he literally drags her on stage. Mm-hmm. But he literally has to have her dragged on stage to sing this song that she's written. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she finds the confidence and she has, and, you know, she becomes the star. But then, yeah, once she does the pop stuff and everything, it's like... It's not... She doesn't really complain a lot about it. It's just like she kind of goes with the flow. Mm. She, you never have get a sense of her saying, well, this is the kind of artist I think I am. It's just kind of... I think she says at one point, oh, don't airbrush away all my talents or something. But it's a very throwaway line. There's no it, it, there's no sense of whether she wants to be making pop music. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been interesting if, let's say, Brad, the thing is Bradley Cooper does not like the pop stuff and he thinks it's, you know, beneath her and mm-hmm. he thinks that, like, watering her down and mm-hmm. stuff. Either she should feel the same way and feel like she's being, like, trapped in a box, but she kind of sells, she kind of sells out a little bit because it's... I was I was expecting that a little yeah. bit. I was expecting that when she did the Alec Baldwin, uh, the, the Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, great cameo, by the mm-hmm. way, Alec. Well done. Um, yeah, when she did Saturday Night Live, like she did a song that was just one line repeated again and again and again yeah. with some completely cardboard dancers and yeah. just plastic music. It was awful. Mm. And I really thought that was going to be like, Oof, God, this. And she, her or Bradley Cooper were just going to say like, this is mm. awful. Yeah. Well, or, well, well, he sort I, of does. Yeah, I was kind of expecting him to do it, but a bit more strongly. Mm. And then her to say something like, hey, this is just how female pop stars do it. Yeah. This, 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 this is what we've got to do. We've got to learn dance moves. We've got to get backup dancers and just sort of do this because yeah. that's, that's the way that we get successful. And it would have made a quite an interesting comment on the music totally, um, industry. Yeah. But it just didn't. Because he would never have been asked to do that. No, <laughs> no of course. Because, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It needed to have he, a... Ha- he, he can't dance. No. And nobody he, he, he can probably jump around with a guitar if, yeah. if he's really told to. Yeah, exactly. No, if he wants to, that's all. Sure, exactly. There's a reason you don't see Ed Sheeran dancing topless in, you know, in highly choreographed, you know, mm. pop videos, whereas Taylor Swift, not that she goes topless, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. equipped, they're both like country guitars playing, and sings he went, made it 
became major pop stars. Mm-hmm. And the differences in the ways that those two people are presented, just to pull out two big stars at the moment mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be a really interesting comment on how pop music works and how culture works and mm. stuff. But it doesn't really go there. Yeah, it could have done that or it could have done the other thing and for Lady Gaga to actually... Because Lady Gaga before this film was best known as an amazing pop star who mm-hmm. did big, big pop tunes, which are much better than the songs in this film. Way better. Yeah, much better really, than the pop songs in this film, I should y- say. Yeah, y- yeah. It's, it's really weird that all mm. the pop songs in this film were just awful. They were just really watered down and boring. Like, it would have been... I thought it would actually be quite funny and bitchy if if they're not going to make her a lady as good as Lady Gaga is and have her actually defend that and say, you know what, I like pop music and it's valid and don't be a, don't be a rockist, don't mm. be a snob. Mm-hmm. If she'd been like, actually, I'm making great pop music and that's what I always wanted to do. And that's tension. If, and he doesn't believe that pop music is valid, which a lot of like mm-hmm. that kind of musician, rock musicians, blues musicians don't think of pop music is very valid. Mm-hmm. That's a good tension in their relationship. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's kind of just, and it's kind of like just shrugged off. But it could have gone the other way. If they are going to make her like a quote unquote crap pop star, they should have made a Katy Perry. They should have made it really obviously Katy Perry. You know what I mean? Like someone who's similar but so much more basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas instead it was just like watered down Lady Gaga. Mm. It wasn't like saying anything. Mm. It was weird. Yeah. So so ultimately they definitely missed something in there. Missed some opportunities in the second half of the film. So what do you think of uh, acting in in this? I thought he was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And I don't normally like Bradley Cooper very much. No. Like, I don't dislike him, but he doesn't excite me. I don't mm. know. I think a lot of the films he's in, I've not really gotten on with very mm. much. Because he's, he's been Oscar-nominated three times for acting already. Okay. Uh, twice for David O. Russell films, Silver Lining Playbook, and I think American Hustle, maybe? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And I'm just not a big fan of David O. Russell. Mm. And that's just me. His films just don't really work for me. Mm-hmm. And then American Sniper, I didn't see. It didn't look like my cup of tea at all. Mm. And other things he's yeah, been Yeah, I, I don't think it would have been. He was he was really good in it. Yeah, yeah, sure. He, he, he really did get lost in the role. Mm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Sometimes something about Bradley Cooper is he sometimes comes across to me as a little bit takes himself a little bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a really fun Bradley Cooper performance, mm-hmm. which and this was was very serious. It definitely other, wasn't. other than his obvious voice work, of course. Oh, apart from yeah, Rocket Raccoon, which mm-hmm. is probably my favorite thing he's done yeah. other than this. But <laughs> even though this is very serious, I think this he was undeniably so good in this. Like to, the fact that he directed it and. You know, he's singing mm-hmm. and his, I don't know. His if, voice is actually it's really amazing. really powerful, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he had to, like, train to improve that. Oh, he's always sure. been a good singer. I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he if really he, if, he, if he was that good a singer, we'd have known yeah. about it already. True, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it really, because it's important you have to believe that he is a pop star, not a pop star, but, you know, a, a rock star or a blues star, you mm. know, a country star. And because you put it up against someone who is a pop star, mm-hmm. he really holds his own and you believe it. So mm, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought he was great. Um, his voice was, I think you said after we got out of the, the theatre, you were like, I really needed some kind of... Um, for his speaking. For his speaking voice, yeah. 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 You said you, need, you needed subtitles at certain oh, points. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, for him and uh, Sam... Elliot. Sam Elliot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't understand some of the things yeah. they were saying. Also, the pitch of their voice was so low. <laughs> like, it sounded like the human voice couldn't possibly go any lower without just not making a sound at all. <laughs> It was just on the cusp of creating feedback, wasn't it? Was, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was... Wow. Hmm. It, it was weird because Sam Elliott was just doing the Sam Elliott voice, which he, you know yeah. is his most famous attribute, because, you know, from Big Lebowski, you know, mm-hmm. that, that very kind of low draw, which I'm not... I can't do it. Um, but, yeah, and... Bradley Cooper just does a really, essentially a very good Sam Elliott impression. Mm. And it's weird because there's actually a scene when Sam Elliott says, you stole my voice, meaning... Yeah. 
you know, I was a singer too, I'm older than you, but you kind of stole my artistic voice and you became a star and I didn't, and I'm quite jealous of that. Mm-hmm. But it was like, no, but he literally stole your voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. It was weird and messy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, she, I'd, I'd be oh. very happy with him winning a, a Best Actor in Oscar. I think he will. I f- well, I mean, unless someone else comes out and just absolutely... Yeah, I think he's got, the front runner. We've still got a fair few months left. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but uh, it's definitely him over like John Krasinski from uh, A Quiet, Quiet Place. Sure, uh, yeah, which absolutely. Which is the only other thing I can really think of right now. Mm. Well, so, as you say, it's early. Um, yeah. I do think Ryan Gosling might be nominated for First Man, but Ugh. no, yeah, we're bit, yeah. Needless to say, that's the one we're not going to be rooting for. No. Oscar night. Come on, Oscar <laughs> night. Um, well, I, even if Ryan Gosling gets nominated, that's not the worst thing, because I know that Bradley Cooper is better, a lot, lot better than Ryan Gosling. Yeah, in this, uh, in terms of comparing the performances. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, I'd be happy with this winning. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think because he's done so much, and I don't think he'll win Best Director for the, his first, essentially his first film. He might. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think a film needs to be a fair bit better. Yeah, fair, it's not fair, special fair, enough. A fair bit more interesting. Yeah. And ultimately, not a remake. No, yeah. For, for it to get a best director. Definitely true. And also because he's been nominated like three times in the past and it's, mm. he's probably kind of due an Oscar. So I think a lot of things are in place to think, yeah, people are probably going to want to vote for Bradley Cooper to win Best Actor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what do you think about Lady Gaga then for Best Actress? Uh, well, in terms of her acting in the film, I thought she was good. Mm-hmm. I thought she was as good as she needed to be. Mm-hmm. She definitely held her own. Much mm-hmm. as he held his own as... Playing a pop, playing a musician against an actual musician. Mm-hmm. I think she didn't wasn't obviously weaker than him. I think she did a good performance. Her accent wandered a little bit. I didn't notice. She was sometimes she was very New York, and sometimes she was just okay. <laughs> but that's a, like a small thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was good. I don't. I don't think she was given enough to do mm. because she because she really was like so passive and so, had so little agency and was just kind of carried along by the plot. She didn't really get a lot of big showy scenes to. That really made me think. Okay, this is your Oscar clip, mm. you know. Whereas, as sort of like yeah, four or five true. for him. Yeah. For her, it was just kind of like, yeah, you did really well. Mm-hmm. You held your own. Mm. You've done well. Is this her first feature feature film? She, uh, I believe so. Yeah, she's, she's done, done a bit of TV. Yeah, she did a bit of TV. She was in American Horror Story mm. before she was Lady Gaga. She was had like a background extra role in The Sopranos, okay. which is weird if you watch The Sopranos back and it's like there's one one episode where she's she must have been like fifteen. And it's like, oh, that's future superstar Lady Gaga. Because she's so striking looking and it. it's like, oh, that's definitely Lady Gaga. Like, <laughs> just wandering around in the back of the scene. Like. <laughs> Great. But I don't know what else she's done. But yeah, certainly this is her first leading role in a mm. movie. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, she, she, she was good. Mm. Um, she was believable, just, yeah, I think. Absolutely. It, it was, she, she wasn't lost in the character as Bradley Cooper was. No, yeah. Bradley Cooper, you very quickly forget that it's Bradley Cooper. Almost instantly, actually. Mm. Um but then with Lady Gaga, it's constantly like, yeah, she's still very much Gaga. And then, obviously, in the second half, she turns into Lady Gaga. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, she's clearly... She's become Lady Gaga. Yes. Yeah, it, it felt quite meta in that way. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I never forgot. You're right, I never forgot she, it was Lady Gaga. She's not playing a role far from home. No, it's not transformational. Yeah. Whereas he transformed himself, and she just played a version of herself very well. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird because there was a... There's a famous scene in the Judy Garland one. I can't remember if there's an equivalent in the Barbara Streisand one because it's been ages since I watched it. I don't really want to watch it again. But there's a scene, basically... You made me watch Yentl. I know. Maybe we'll watch it sometime then, yeah. But, <laughs> maybe you'll watch it. I'll watch it, okay. There was a scene in the Judy Garland one where she talks to a friend of Bradley Cooper's, who I guess would be the Sam Elliott character in this version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she really has to get to grips with what his, why he's addicted, to, what, to why he's so self-destructive, why, mm-hmm. what, what makes him 
drawn towards like drugs and alcohol in the way that he is, etc. Mm-hmm. And she kind of realizes a breakdown when she confesses that even though she loves him, sometimes she hates him because he fail he tries to get better but he always fails and it's it's a great speech. Yeah. And she never gets that speech. Lady Gaga never gets a moment to like really grapple with it. It's mm-hmm. just like it's like she accepts that he's an, a drug addict and alcoholic. She doesn't like it, but she doesn't really She's encouraging. You know, she's always like, oh, mm. we want you home, Daddy. And, you mm-hmm. know, we want you to come home. You look at this cute puppy. The cute puppy wants you to come home. But the, she, she never really like, gets down to grips with like, why he's like that or what that means to her and how that affects her on a day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And again, it just, it's like the film's... Maybe it's because Bradley Cooper directed it and you know he's wanting to tell his own story more. Or, but it never really feels that interested in her. Mm. Even though she's the star of A Star mm-hmm. is Born, the film doesn't seem very interested in her apart from the fact that you've got a great voice. That's as much interest as it has in her as a person. Well, I guess they just decided that Bradley Cooper is the more interesting character. Sure, yeah. And Lady Gaga is the main character. She's she's the audience, really. Mm. She's she's our eyes. Absolutely, yeah. Because he's what's interesting, and she's the one watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird because the film it's the opposite because she's the one who's becoming a star, and he's watching her become a star. Mm, that's you true. know what I mean? Like, so it is weird. Like, yeah, interesting. But I agree with you. You're right. We are all watching him, just as she is. We're all, yeah. She's our eyes watching him spiral. Mm. But there's not really a lot of a sense of what what, what, what does this mean to her, mm. particularly. Do you know who was a little bit of interesting tidbits? This film's been in production for years and years and years. Bradley Cooper's been trying to get it made for like a decade. Mm-hmm. Before Lady Gaga came on board, do you know who who was in line to play the lead role? Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, you heard it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. No, 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 I was a guess. Yeah. How do you think that would have worked out in comparison? Um, I don't know because. Beyonce feels much older than Lady Gaga. Well, does that, yeah. I mean, I, I had I, questions about the time frame of this film, but we'll cover that later, but yeah. Yeah, because Lady Gaga felt as though she was supposed to be 20s. Yeah, she did. Beyonce, I don't think, can pass for 20s these days. No, but by the same token, I mean, there's a whole thing in this film about, which again is very kind of meta to how Lady Gaga is considered, where she's like, oh, you know, people don't think I'm pretty enough. You know, All, all my life, mm. imagine Beyonce. Imagine that scene with Beyonce and Bradley Cooper. And Beyonce's like, all my life people have been saying they love my voice, but they don't love the way I look. And be like, girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Beyonce. Sure, you're a real pig. Yeah. Although, no, I, I don't think Beyonce would have worked so well, because I think she's too confident. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and in pretty much every role she's played, um, even though no, there have been ups and downs in those roles, She's always been very confident. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I don't really think that she'd have fit for this role that well. Also, she may, what, have, she, she may have done a better job. I don't know. I've, I've, from what I've seen her, I don't think she's a very good actress. What have you seen? Uh, Dreamgirls. Mm. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like, she's passable. She's absolutely passable. I don't remember it that well, though. Yeah. I know Cadillac Records quite, quite, quite well. I've not, to be fair, I've not seen that, so if she's she, good enough. She is really good enough. Fair enough, okay. Well, maybe, maybe she, yeah. I guess you would have said Lady Gargoyle's not that good of an actress until you saw this and be like, oh, actually, she did well. Mm. So maybe, yeah. Um, I would like to see the concert scene, the shallow scene, with Beyonce coming on stage. Like, I mean, again, she would have just like shoved Bradley Cooper off the stage, <laughs> got into a single ladies' routine, and then sung it. But like, <laughs> again, you wouldn't really believe, as you say, you would never believe she's got no self confidence because she is like she walks, looks like a goddess, you know. Mm, like, so. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like, it's a, a, a different film. Like. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to think of Beyonce like that. I'm just maybe Kelly Rowland could have played it. Maybe yeah, <laughs> Michelle. I mean, maybe if you put Beyonce in, like, I don't know, just, like, some really bad makeup, mm. got a body double. Sure, yeah. Like, uh, like made her dowdy, dressed her down. Mm. But do you think Beyonce would go for that? 
don't know. Or do you reckon Beyonce would uh, could, could let herself go for the role? Oh, no way. I don't think Beyonce would ever <laughs> allow that. Like. <laughs> well, they could film the film in reverse. So do like the, the end of the film, film that first. Yeah. And so where she's supposed to be in like really good shape. She's an amazing sh- rock star, pop sh- star. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and then just have her sort of let herself go. Mm. And then by the start of the film, you know, she's you know a little bit overweight. She's sure. not looking that great. And... There's nobody I struggle to imagine more than Beyonce, like letting themselves go more yeah. than Beyonce. Like she's so self-controlled. Yeah. I don't f- think she's ever had like, a French fry, you know what I mean? Like that, that wasn't like rationed. Like she just seems so, so you know, perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. if she was up for it. I'd be really interested to see. I would love to see Beyonce playing a non-superstar mm-hmm. kind of performance. You know what I mean? But I don't. I mean, I, I reckon that Beyonce um, treats herself with food. I don't think she's that strict with what she eats. Mm-hmm. I would, I would imagine. Like she's not small no she's not but she's no I don't mean she's I'm not implying that Beyonce has an eating disorder what I mean is I, I just think like she's she's obviously so in such amazing shape you know what I mean I, I don't know I just can't picture it sure. it'll be interesting it'll be interesting yeah I mean I don't know anything about Beyonce's personal life really well never do um, I who knows she could be like in McDonald's scoffing down a Big Mac right now who knows there, there, there is one thing that we've forgotten to mention that I'm okay. sure you'd like to talk about mm-hmm. which is of course the club at the start the club, oh, the club, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so Lady Gaga, the film opens with Bradley Cooper playing a gig in some city. Mm-hmm. Is it New York? Mm-hmm. Know, he's playing somewhere and because he's a big alcoholic, he ends the gig and he's like, I need a drink, so let's just find a, any bar. Mm-hmm. And he finds this kind of um, like backstreet gay bar, basically. Mm-hmm. Drag, it's a drag bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes in. And I kind of like that, actually, that it was, it was only a tiny little thing. And I don't know if it, this is Lady Gaga's influence because she's a big gay icon and stuff and she works with a lot of drag queens. Mm-hmm. But I just liked how it was like, you know, there's a, there's a bouncer saying, I don't think this is your kind of place. You know, he's like, oh, it's cool. And it's never an issue. Mm-hmm. There's no scene of like, he's totally comfortable being in a drag bar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's hanging out with the drag queens and it's it's fine. Like, it's, it's, And it's not much to ask in 2018, but it was still, you know, it was nice to see they didn't even need to feel the need to comment on it. Like, mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he that's how he discovers her. She is... Working as a drag queen? Question mark. She is. Uh, no, she's just a singer. She's just. She's not. But I mean, she's dressed as a. She's styled as a drag queen. And it's like she. She's the only one who sings. But mm. like, it's a drag queen bar. Like, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so she, she's like the performer. And like, oh, I'm the only biological female they let perform here. It's this that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, and it's populated by drag queens from the TV show RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. which it's for those who watch that show Willem and Shangela Willem's the blonde one and Shangela's the other one um, yeah which it entertained me very mm-hmm. much uh, <laughs> they were good in it they was... were good yeah I well I've, Willem was great he like makes Bradley Cooper sign his fake boobs which come up like repeatedly mm-hmm. through the film which mm-hmm. is really funny uh, he's just he's got his big Dolly Parton wig on it just it's great and then Shangela um, really made me laugh there's a scene like when the bar closes and he stays behind after hours kind of a locking kind of mm-hmm. thing and Shangela's just sat just doing the taxes yeah. in full drag like just doing the receipts <laughs> in full drag not not doesn't want to get more comfortable like you know that, I'm sure that's what drag queens do they just the show ends and they stay in full wig they, and heels they all had all the best lines as well they did they just like sing something what I don't care as long as you look in my eyes when you do it yeah I wanted so much more of them because they were like they own I think this film did take itself very seriously. Mm-hmm. Not in not in a way that bugged me in the way that like First Man bugged me. It wasn't like self-serious in a boring way, but it definitely could have used a little bit more lightness. And yeah. I think they would have been a good if they'd been like her, her pals who followed her through her whole career, rather than just being like in that scene at the beginning and then kind of there's a bit where she FaceTimes them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would have been nice to have them crop up a little bit more, just mm-hmm. as like a bit of light relief and to give her character a bit more to bounce off, mm-hmm. like to give her you know 
just flesh her out a little bit. Mm. So yeah, it's a shame they didn't use her, use them more. But I enjoyed them; they were yeah. good fun. Uh, and yeah, she sings "Lovey on Rose," doesn't she? And there's that weird bit where he wants to take her fake eyebrow off, and it's <laughs> really odd. Yeah, <laughs> lots of face touching in this. I noticed. Yeah, you could definitely do a drinking game around him at times. He touches her nose. <laughs> there, there is also a bit where later on in the film she makes him up. Mm. She gives him like fake eyebrows and stuff, and then they didn't show it. I know. What was with that? <laughs> Maybe Bradley Cooper was like, no. Yeah. This isn't happening. This was fun to, you know, it was a fun idea. Yeah. I'm glad we tried it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not letting uh, my actual face go in the final cut of this. No. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> uh, one, one more thing I wanted to talk about was, what did you think the time frame of this movie was? Uh, anywhere between about a week and a decade. Yeah. It was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> like, And I get it because they had to like <clears throat> fast forward some things because otherwise mm. the film would be even longer than it is. It's already two and a half hours, you know, so you can't have every step of her becoming a pop star. But it all happens very quickly. Like, mm. they meet, they get married. She There's the bit where she, like, just writes a song on the spot that really made me laugh. Mm. When they're in the car park, it's like, oh, I'm just going to make up some lyrics off the top of her head. And, yep. Oh, it's a number one single. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you never see her really... Again, you never see her really being a pop star. You see her play a few gigs and stuff, but, mm. like, how many albums has she put out? Do we know? Like... Oh, I assume they're just the... Just, just the, the one. one? Just the one, yeah. But it's weird that... I don't know if this is weird or if this is actually how it works, but she played Saturday Night Live mm. and then she's still just in the studio and yeah. like, you just got nominated for three Grammys. Mm. She's like, is that is that how that works? No, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, <laughs> there's no sense that she knows that the Grammys are being announced today. Yeah. Right? It's just like, oh, by the way, the Grammys were announced today and you got nominated. Well done, yeah. Like, b- b- because you did so well on SNL? Or? Yeah. It was, like, what? That's what I mean. It really, like, fast-forwarded everything very, very quickly. Um, also, they said... You, three Grammys, including Best New Artist or something. Yeah. What are the other two? It could be Best like, Song, Best oh, Album. Yeah, you'd want to know. Well, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, including <laughs> Best New Artist. Yeah, okay. you wouldn't just want to be like, oh, great, Best New Artist, and, mm. and some others. Cool, whatever, yeah. yeah. No, you'd want to know all three of them. True, true, true. And what happened on the night? So, you know, she she, she gets Best Art, best New Artist, mm. and Bradley Cooper makes a mess of himself. Mm. Well, what about the other two awards? guess she didn't win those. True, it would have been nice to see her doing a losing face, like... Yeah, and it would also be a bit awkward like, afterwards if, you know, that's that's all happened and she's yeah. taken care of, of, of Bradley Cooper in the shower or whatever and they're like, oh, you just won another award. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> My dress is all wet. Mm, <laughs> stink of piss. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, they could have had a lot more fun with that, but that was uh, that did make me laugh when... So, yeah, they're at the, they go to the Grammys together. She's been nominated. He's kind of totally out of it. He's having a complete spiral. He gets totally hammered. Um and he's sat next to her, obviously, because she, she's, they're, they're together at this point. And she wins the award and she goes up to collect it. And he kind of, because he's in such a drunken state, he doesn't know where he is. He kind of follows her up onto the stage. Mm-hmm. And she kind of like just leaves him slump. He kind of falls down the stairs mm. and he's just slumped like in the corner. And she oh, just leaves him. Well, I thought that was a powerful moment. Because really? at that point she was like trying to sort of help him and share mm. him a little bit. And mm. and then, yeah, he just fall, falls down and she's like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I've earned this by myself. Mm. I'm going to go and claim this award by myself. Yeah. Oh, totally. But it was weird to think to, add, to imagine that the cameras wouldn't immediately be like, "Oh, but what's happening over here?" Like that mm. would be the story of the night that she collected her award while her partner was like, "Yeah." But do events like that, do they want to actually focus on fo- focus on things like that when they don't have to? Maybe not. But I, well, I guess we'll never know. But you'd think the the cameras wouldn't be able to help but pick up on the fact that mm. he is following her and then like what's happened to him? You know, mm-hmm. it, it was weird. But I, I did think it was really good the way they handled the scene, which happens in all of them. Everyone, normally it's they win an Oscar in the other three versions. But mm-hmm. I think Bob Strasser wins a Grammy. Who cares? Um, but normally, like, they go up on stage and he follows up because he's so drunk he accidentally hits her. Mm-hmm. But in this one, 
he just pisses himself um, which I thought was more very powerful because it was just it was kind of more believable mm-hmm. it wasn't just him waving his arms around like oh I'm so drunk oh I've hit you in the eye which is kind of what happens in the other ones yeah. in this one he's just kind of yeah he's wearing these very beige slacks and I was like is he going to piss himself is he going to piss himself and then he absolutely did piss himself and it was like ooh yeah, so I like that yeah. I don't mean I like like that but <laughs> I thought it was a very powerful scene whatever works for you John yeah sure yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, um, cool is that it yeah well I guess we need to talk about the end a little bit what happened at the end? Oh, he, yeah. well, he kills himself. Yeah, spoilers. But if you've seen any other version of the Star Is Born, this is the part of the film that I felt really dated it because mm. it just felt again. I think because of the other versions, this is what happens in all the versions. It felt like it had to follow the same thing, mm-hmm. but it just felt a little bit tacked on and maudlin in a way you don't really get in films these days. It, it's very like old school kind of like oh, and then he kills and then he kills himself. End of film. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because. I know he's struggling with addiction and, you know, depression throughout, but basically he has this meltdown at the Grammys and he pisses himself and ruins her night and then goes to rehab mm-hmm. and seems to be kind of, you know, getting better. And then she, he, he finishes his treatment, he goes back home and then her, her evil her evil British manager <laughs> kind of gives him a horrible talking down to her and says, you mm. know, you'll always bring her down. You'll always She'll always be a joke because she's with you. Just really like basically says you should kill yourself yeah you should kill yourself right now and he does yeah and it was just like mm, this feels insensitive doesn't it it's like i think it takes more than an evil british person being mean to you like yeah I'd, yeah they could have shown more of like a spiral you know even if it's just like oh that sends him on a drinking binge and then he gets so drunk he gets depressed and he kills himself it could have still happened the same night but it was, it was kind of like he was just like oh guess i kill myself mm. <laughs> it was just weird and tacked on yeah i agree it was mm. yeah so yeah didn't didn't love that and that poor little dog Waiting outside his door. Mm. I was hoping the dog was going to be in the garage as well. <laughs> he didn't gas himself. What do you mean? Just like two little, two little silhouettes like hanging. Like the dog, the dog, what? the dog's paws that swing. Oh, I, I, I assumed he like turned his motorbike on and just sort of let, uh, like let the exhaust fumes fill the room. Oh no, he hung himself. Did he? Oh. That's why he's carrying the belt and it's like like a like a noose. Uh, There's like like long close up of him holding his belt like a noose. I was wondering why he took his belt off. I was like, well, you've got to be comfortable when you go. Well, true, just let it all hang out, yeah. Like, yeah. If not then, then when? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be that he hung himself. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. All right, that wraps it up. Cool. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. There's not really much of a sign off to this podcast. Uh, wait, um, wait, wait, what did you give out of 10? Oh, yes. Seven? Um, Seven-ish. Yeah, I, I give this a seven. I think that's fair. I think the first half is a high eight. Yeah. The second half really slows down and drags and gets really depressing and miserable. Brings it down to like a middle six. Mm-hmm. So aggregating all of that, I'd give it a solid seven out of ten, yeah. Okay, cool. We're in agreement there. Cool. Right, well, that's that then. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks yep. everybody for supporting. Indeed. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond Beyond the box set.